Greg Kelly Show. All right. Uh, people are great. I love people. People, 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 people. People who love people are the loveliest kind of people. Aren't we supposed to be special if we love people? There are misanthropes out there, people who hate everybody, but I love people. They're so smart, so funny. All right, why, 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 what's going on? Uh, oh, boy. I got to tell, tell some of these unfortunate observations, but they're so funny about Michelle Obama. Happy birthday, Michelle. Uh, she's 60 years old. Now, I don't care. Whatever. I think you count. Stop counting your birthday once you're 11, right? It's, it's not a thing anymore. Um, but some people insist. Quite frankly, particularly women in their 30s. I don't know why they're always throwing birthday parties for themselves. And then half of my team has to, you know, to get out early to go to the birthday party. I'm like, you know, it, it was a thing when you were 12. Not anymore, but whatever. Michelle Obama turned 60, and there's a picture of her on in the most exclusive you could never, ever go there in a million years resort. I don't know where it is. It looks absolutely beautiful. It looks, it's got to be a the home of some trillionaire. It's like a space you've never seen, we will never see, we'll never get to go to. Look, I'm not complaining. I don't want to go there. And we get to go to pretty decent places. We've got the beach. We can go to Florida. You know, people, of, you, know, you, don't, you don't have to be super rich to have a great life. You really don't. Ask, um... Ask uh, Warren Buffett, right? He talks about this. Uh, the people of today, middle class people, lower middle class people, live like the kings of 100 years ago. 100 years ago. <laughs> Take an airplane, jet blue, spirit air. Well, spirit, trying to. But you know what I mean. It's uh, we, we have it good. We have it great, actually, compared to what it was like in America 200 years ago. Can you imagine a summertime without air conditioning or a winter without central heating? I mean, can you imagine how they lived? Right. If you if you if you put together our spectacular way of life, quite frankly, and you start talking to God, you start talking to God uh, every day. I heard a little lesson today. You should pray every day. Pray every day. Read the Bible every day. Well, why do that? Well, you know, think about all the other useless. No, not other. Think of all the useless things we do. Right. From television to junk food to just sitting around to whatever. Um We could have a personal conversation with the master of the universe, the creator of the universe, who desperately wants to talk to each and every one of us. And we really should do it every single day. People go crazy taking Ozempic and joining Equinox Gym for however $100, $200 a month to go to Equinox or to not go to Equinox, right? Who who actually follows through on those gym memberships? But too many of us, myself included, can blow off the ultimate opportunity to talk to the to the being that created you, me, Donald Trump, that rock, that everything, <laughs> everything, and he wants to talk to us, so that's available. Anyway, uh, back to this picture of Michelle at this beautiful, I want to call it a lair. It's a lair. She's wearing a yellow dress, kind of off in the distance, and Barack has a loving message for her, okay? This is what 60 looks like. Happy birthday to my better half, who happens to be one of the funniest, smartest, most beautiful people I know. Michelle Obama, you make every day better. I can't wait to see what this new decade brings you. It's very odd, actually. Maybe at first glance it's not, but it struck me as odd. First of all, this line right here at the end. I'm I'm sorry to nitpick a husband's birthday wish to his wife. 
But then again, he told uh, all 131.9 million of his followers about this. And a friend of mine said, so this is what public service adjacent adjacent looks like. She's married to a state senator, and this is the payoff. She gets married to a state senator nobody, and this is what it looks like at the top. Palling around with uh, Richard Branson and who knows who else on private jets and going to spot. They don't even say where it is. When I go on a trip, I like to take a picture so you know where I am, you know? I'm at Disney World, everybody. Well, I don't go there anymore, but you know, I, I, there's some clue as to where you are. This is so mysterious. You can never dream of this spot. You'll never go there. I'll never go there. It looks, it almost looks like it's on another planet. And she says, he says, I can't wait to see what this new decade brings you. How's that for togetherness? What about us, right? If they're really a couple. How about this? Happy birthday to my better half who happens to be one of, one of the funniest, smartest, most beautiful people I know. Tell us about the other beautiful people you know, Barack. I don't know. There's something a little bit odd about that, too. Michelle Obama, you make every day better. Hmm. All right. So this is, this is where it gets funny. Now, I'm not one of those people who believe that Michelle Obama is not a biological woman. I actually believe she's a biological woman. Never met her, but I've seen enough photographs of her. I can usually spot somebody who is not born whatever gen. I can spot that. And I look at her and I say, that is a biological woman. I, I, I do believe that. I'm totally convinced and I never. But others have brought up the notion that maybe she's not. And maybe there's a, you know, an operation happened along the way. Something happened. I don't know. Actually, I do know. That did not happen. But to those who think it happened... They're pretty funny. <laughs> they're kind. They're kind of funny. They are. I'm just sorry. And even those who didn't think it happened, like here, it, listen to this uh, stuff on Twitter. Somebody writes, "Another island." Hmm. Democrats sure love their islands. Happy birthday, Michael. <laughs> Damn. Let's see here. I noticed Barack Obama. You didn't say wife, woman, her, or she. <laughs> Then there's a, oh, man, this is, again, I don't believe this. I really don't, but there are people who do, people from all walks of life. People have argued with me about this. I don't agree with them. I've argued back. She's a woman. I know a woman when I see one. That's a woman. But somebody puts up a a banner, you know, like one of those things that the movie, we used to put the movies, you know, Jaws now playing, right? Joe Biden is more confused than Michelle Obama's gynecologist. Yikes. Uh, this is what America's southern border looks like. Okay, it's just a reminder that she's having a time of her life. America's disintegrating. <laughs> Somebody writes, concerned citizen. I'm just here for the Big Mike comments with a bunch of smiley faces. Big Mike is a nickname that those who believe that she's not a biological woman have used. Again, I have to say this, and I'm not doing it to cover my ass, although I am a little bit, to be honest. But I'm actually also saying that I do believe, honestly, that she is a biological woman and not trans. Um, oh, gosh, I can't say any of that. No matter how far away you sh- yeah, I don't think I can say that. Is that Epstein Island or the outrageously expensive Martha's Vineyard property you bought from a career of grifting? Damn, Mike Picuta. That's funny. So glad to see you out of Washington. 
<laughs> uh, it's just great stuff. Michael sure is a handsome woman. Happy birthday. You both definitely have a completely normal relationship. Nothing weird going on whatsoever in the Obama household. Totally normal. 100%. Some guy named Bailey writes, he looks great. I'm <laughs> Is it wrong for me to find this amusing? I... And there are some nice messages as well. Happy birthday to the most beautiful first lady. And there is a very nice picture of her. <laughs> Somebody puts up the temple of Epstein Island. You know, Ep- uh, Jeffrey Epstein had a weird temple on his island. Nobody knows what it is. It's just a, it looks like a, I don't know, but it doesn't look like a, it's not quite a mosque. It's some sort of religious shrine, though, or a pagan thing. And they put it in the back on the island. There's another island in the back. Fixed it for you. Hey, look, to those who do believe this. Now, we know from historians that um, that uh, Barack Obama goes both ways, right? We know this from historians. One of his chief biographers that Barack Obama cooperated with recently released letters uh, talking about how um, Barack Obama... He openly fantasized or fantasized about men. All right. Actually, that's neither here nor there. I mean, I really, I don't think it's here. Here's what's more interesting to me, though. The whole idea about Barack Obama being a Muslim. And by the way, I think a Muslim can be president someday. I really don't have a, you know, I mean, we are founded on Judeo-Christian values. You know, I don't know enough about Islam to say that, to be honest. Actually, maybe I should take, I don't know enough about that faith. I don't. Never read the Koran. I know Judeo-Christian principles, right? And uh, i that's where we're kind of coming from. That's where our founding fathers were coming from. But it's not that he's a Muslim that's the disqualifier or possibly a Muslim. It's that he's dishonest about it because he is, and I have it, and I'll find it in a moment. Uh, he's actually been heard on tape saying, talking about my Muslim faith. He says it out loud. And people are questioning my Muslim faith. And then people interrupt and say, well, you mean your Christian faith, don't you? Oh, yeah, 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 my, my, my Christian faith. Said it, said it to George Stephanopoulos. It's right, it's right there. Oh, boy, lots of Big Mike. So that's the nickname for Michelle, Big Mike. You know, my big beef with uh, Michelle is how rude she was to Michelle, uh, I'm sorry, to Donald Trump's wife. Melania. Yeah, I couldn't think of her name for a second. Melania. Melania. Beautiful woman. I've met her a couple of times. Speaks multiple languages. Gorgeous. A former model. You know, she lost her mom, and today is the funeral. And Donald Trump is going to the funeral. I mean, think about it. You can't not go to your wife's mother's funeral. It's inconceivable. The judge in that nasty trial, that nasty fraud freak of a trial, with that nasty fraud freak of a woman, E. Jean Carroll, who, oh, by the way, if the cops are listening in Warwick, uh, New York, there's an unregistered handgun in her house. I know that because she said so in open court yesterday. And, um, you know, I'm a big Second Amendment person, but if we're going to lock up people like Plaxico Burris for a year— and others for uh, having I, maybe maybe you should knock on her door and make sure that you know she's eligible to have that weapon. She said it in open court. I think somebody has to do something about that. Hey, you want to hear her being really, 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 really crazy? I found this. Um, 
I found this thing. Where is it? It's the one with where she goes around with L Magazine. Is L Magazine still a thing? All right, here's E. Jean Carroll being herself. Crazy eccentric woman in the woods. Cut 30. Some very distinguished uh, mice live here. Uh, Kahneman lives in the kitchen. Taberski lives in the bedroom. This is my shed. And on that side are the books that most influenced me growing up. On the door are the list of my dogs. Marky, Fortuna de la Spunky, Heidi, Bloody, and Hepburn. The streams and the rivers were dry, and I, it so horrified me that I came out and started painting the rocks blue to indicate that there was once a river here. And then after I got done painting the rocks, I just sort of walked over here and then did that tree and then did that tree and then I did this tree. And then pretty soon I'd done this whole forest. She painted, uh, she basically vandalized the woods. She, it's the ugliest, weirdest thing. It's like she's a mentally deranged person. This looks to me like a cry for help. Somebody needs to call the uh, the, the the wellness bureau, uh, the Department of Mental Health. Somebody needs to go up to the woods in addition to the police. Be careful because she has a gun and do a wellness check. I don't think she should have any weapons around her. She's nuts. She's totally crazy. And the tragedy of this trial and this what's what's happening to Donald Trump and that more lawyers aren't stepping forward and saying this is wrong you know right now he is he can't do it because he's not there it's funny the fake news said Donald Trump disrespected the jury by not going to the trial and now all I hear is well he doesn't really have to be there his lawyers can be there and he actually now he wants to be there and he can still campaign it's amazing he can go to New Hampshire um, but it's wild what murderers can do convicted murderers do can do and what Donald Trump can't do. And that judge, what's his name again? Lewis Kaplan. How dare you? Huh? What the hell became of you? Talk about a rigged system. And as Barbara pointed out, I hope you were watching some of my videos because even Adolf Hitler, right? He arranged it so all of his corruption, all of that horror, all of the death, all of the destruction was actually legal. And we're seeing something very similar right now. Be right back. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Is the Greg Kelly Show? Okay, enough with Big Mike. I mean Michelle Obama. <laughs> I just uh, Uvalde. You remember the Uvalde massacre? Gunman goes in there. It's very strange, by the way, that these gunmen, two of the most notorious school shootings in history, Uvalde and Columbine, happen about two weeks uh, before the National Rifle Association has its convention, which is having it nearby. So in 1990, when was that? 98, I believe, was Columbine. And two weeks later, the NRA had their, Columbine, Colorado, 
and they had their conventions already scheduled in Denver. And in Uvalde, they had their convention scheduled for two weeks later in Houston. They have it in a different city. I am just strange. So the big report comes out about how screwed up the response was, and it was beyond screwed up. It was pathetic. Go ahead. This is uh, A.G. Garland, the attorney general, but there's something sinister going on here at the same time. Go ahead. As I told families and survivors last night, the department's review concluded that a series of major failures, failures in leadership, in tactics, in communications, in training, and in preparedness, were made by law enforcement lawyers and others responding to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary. As a result, 33 students and three of their teachers, many of whom have been shot, were trapped in a room with an active shooter for over an hour as law enforcement officials remained outside. I also told the families and survivors how deeply sorry I am for the losses they suffered that day and for the losses they have suffered every day since. So they offer a bunch of uh, recommendations on training and funding, uh, and not so much funding, more training and coordination. Here's the thing, though, that bothers me. Um, number one, sometimes it just takes a cop with a gun and going in. you got to go in right away. Everybody knows that. Everybody in law enforcement knows that. What the hell happened that day? We have, oh, boy. Um, it's unbelievable. You saw the video. They're hanging around down the hall. You go in blasting. You take it. It's part of the job. You go in. You, you're taking a risk. You may get shot. Oh well. You got to go in. You got to go in when you got an act. You got to go in. Um, but the way they did this thorough investigation of the police failures in Uvalde, yet on January sixth, which more than anything was a massive security failure, unless it wasn't a failure, unless they just wanted everybody to come in to disrupt the objections to the electoral count, right? There's something there. We didn't have a full investigation. And you saw what happened. I saw what happened. And instead of investigating in any meaningful way, they gave all the cops promotions and gold medals. Even the cop who killed Ashley Babbitt got promoted. Not fired, not tried. But fortunately, they're being sued. And my friend may win. I'll be right back. listening to the greg kelly show you got to be careful about the big shots in the elite because when you look too big shot the people start rooting against goliath and rooting for david yeah. and that's what happens out here in iowa i think it is that the silly people rooting for david over goliath <laughs> that's uh that's chris matthews you're damn right we're with david <laughs> the hero of the bible the old testament the new testament right david is a good guy but listen to it. They're so they're so fed up with the people, the people making the wrong decisions, the people, the people going against David. On Gol they should be with Goliath. They should be with Goliath. How about that one, Ernie in Newark? Yes. Hey, Greg, how you doing? Uh, I want to make a couple of points. Uh, you will make I one. All right. I I don't like people announcing this plan that they're gonna. You know, I mean. Sir, we have uh, you know we have a rhythm and a pattern over here. Believe it or not, so uh, go with the top one. It's your show. Go with the top one if you okay. don't mind. Yeah, I'll say that uh, I think there should be uh, there, there shouldn't be a freedom of religion. The last thing you want here is a, a is a Muslim. Wait, 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 wait! There should yeah. not be freedom oh, yeah. of religion. 
Exactly. Because if you have a Muslim... Ernie, 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 Ernie. Uh, I don't think the First Amendment is a bad amendment. All right? Uh, (laughs) Ernie, uh, this is America. I don't know... uh, I don't know where you've been hanging out lately or what kind of movies you've been watching or, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, freedom of religion, pal. We believe in that a lot. Uh, damn, Ernie. Oh, that was your first and best point. I, I, what, what were the, the other points? Ernie, are you serious right, or not? Right, I, wanna, you, I don't want to know the other points. I want to know if you're serious you know, but it's or not. Really harmless. You, it's, are you it's, serious? Are you serious? Yeah, this is ludicrous. This is a ludicrous. And I'm surprised, Ernie, because I think you called before with a halfway decent observation about something. So this is totally, this is totally strange and foreign to me. Your take: Does this have something to do with me saying that we could have a Muslim president, and I wouldn't have a problem with it necessarily? Is that what you're getting at? I would. Okay, you would. would. You would. You. You. you, Well, hold on a second. No, that's different. That's different. That's a theocracy. You know what a theocracy is, right? That means they are governing from a theological standpoint, right? Look, I don't know what, I don't know all that much about Islam. I, I don't. I, I really don't. I've never read the Quran. I know some, not many, but I know some Muslim people and they're nice. Okay? I do. I mean, there are, there are weirdos and fanatics in every walk of life, every single walk of life, right? Even in your circles, Ernie, I'm sure you know a, a nut job or two. I don't know, Ernie, you're totally off the wall here. Um, Muslim, Muslim, Muslim. Hey, here's Donald Trump speaking about Muslims. Um, let's listen to that, please. Okay, so here's what my Muslim friends are. You say you have lots of Muslim friends and they agree with you on, on, on this I immigration. I have Muslim partners. Okay. I do so deals with They say, um, you know, our next step is internment camps. I cannot believe this guy is proposing what he's proposing. But by the way, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. According to you, would be a great president. According to many people, would be a great. He was a great president. And we have said that that wasn't right. I don't care if you said it wasn't right. He did it. Meaning the country has okay. said that. So he could do it. And what I'm talking about is nothing by comparison to that. So you have Roosevelt, who everybody loves, especially people that are on the opposite side of what I happen to believe. Okay, you know, meaning on the liberal side, they love. He's like their all-time hero. He can do it. Nobody says anything. And what he did was. Ten times worse than anything I'm talking about. I know, about. but you don't. You I'm know. talking about. Excuse me. No, I want to. I don't want to talk that way. I want to talk straight. I don't want to say just what you just said is the problem that we have in the country. You don't want to this. You don't want to that. We got to say it the way it is. There's something out there that is evil. There's something out there that's causing problems. My people are smarter than the pundits. The people that support me, and many of the people that don't support me who agree with me, I mean, they agree with me. But the amazing thing and the beautiful thing is that many Muslim friends of mine are in agreement with me. That's all about the uh, the so-called Muslim ban, which wasn't a Muslim ban. It was basically an extension of what Obama had tried. Um, you put greater restrictions on countries with uh, severe terror ties, uh, Libya, mm, Iran, uh, Syria, right? Folks coming over, uh, you actually have to do more vetting, extreme vetting, and it's a different category. He said he had Muslim friends, right? That's not uh, that's not a man who's uh, full of hate, all right? This is a man who understands the world. The other thing about that is true. Internment camps. 
He's not talking about internment camps, but you know who did? One of the most celebrated Democrat Party heroes ever, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. In fact, maybe you were on the Franklin Delano Roosevelt Drive today, the FDR Drive. A guy who created concentration camps in America has a has a highway name for him, about a quarter mile that way. How about that? That's kind of weird, huh? You know, in the Me Too uh, era, why do we have Kennedy Airport? You know, he was having orgies with interns in the White House pool. I mean, he was right. I actually have no beef with Kennedy right now. I, I'm not. I'm not taking that on. I don't. I think the political correct thing and and the revisionism and looking back. You know, there were. Hey, Martin Luther King. I was singing his praises yesterday. That guy was cocktail waitresses two at a time. He was out of control in terms of his libido. However, he was a brilliant man. I read that letter. Barbara told us about it, the the letter from the Birmingham prison. It was just, he was a man, a human being with the failings of a human being, Um, which, you know, if we're not careful, they can can overcome us. Hey, today is the one-year birthday of Kafir Babas, little one-year-old Kafir Babas. Have you heard about Kafir? You haven't seen him lately because he's been held hostage by the Hamas lunatic terrorists since October 7th. A one-year-old baby, a beautiful one-year-old child, is being held hostage by those terrorist goons. And you got idiot college kids and idiot college presidents supporting the bad guys. Our culture, a big chunk of it, is supporting the bad guys. It is a nightmare. It is un- it's just crazy. You know, uh, I'm trying to think. Human shields. Some of them, they, they were taken in part to protect Hamas. Well, the Israelis can't be as aggressive as they would be otherwise after the mayhem we caused after killing all those innocent people on October 7th. If we have some of their people here in Gaza, we'll hold them and they'll be human shields. You know, when I think human shields, I think Saddam Hussein. I don't know if anybody remembers, but in 1990, after he invaded Kuwait, he took a bunch of innocent people hostage and he brought them up to Baghdad and including one eight-year-old boy. And the eight-year-old boy, they made him sit on Saddam's lap and the eight-year-old boy is like, what the hell is this guy all about? I don't like this. You could tell he's very uncomfortable. But that was a human shield. And what do we do? We, um, We sent in our army to get those people and to get Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait. It's crazy. We sent in about 500,000 guys. You know that? Operation Desert Shield? Let me look it up, actually. How many people did we send to eject Saddam Hussein from Kuwait? We sent about a half million. Um, And when we went into Iraq to take over the country, we sent in about 130,000. The incompetence of the Bush administration, my God, it was just... Anyway, that... That tells you something about human shields. We used to take them very seriously. There's very little awareness, very little concern. Uh, the Biden administration has that hapless fool, Tony Blinken, running all around the world and giving, like, just not inspiring confidence. He would be better if he stayed home and off of television. You know why he's going on television? I mean, it projects weakness when he goes on TV. He looks weak. He is weak. He's harried, he's in over his head, and I think he's compromised because of the Penn Biden Center. But he's going on TV because pretty soon it looks like the Biden administration will be coming to a close, right? And he's going to be back doing what he does, consultancy work in Washington, D.C., which is very, very lucrative. 
And at this moment, he's got to remind or tell clients all over the world that I'm the Secretary of State. I'm a very important person. He's got to try to be kind of famous. He's got to be famous. And this is his moment to be famous because then you go into the, back into the consultancy business and you can make many, many, many millions of dollars. Did I tell you about Mac McClarty? Mac McClarty was Bill Clinton's like Boy Scout friend. He was his friend from the Boy Scouts. They hung around. Just a regular guy from down the block. Uh, and he became Governor Clinton's, no, President Clinton's first chief of staff. He brings him to Washington. He has no clue about how to do anything. And even his best friend can't bail him out and said, okay, you got to get out of here, you know. But don't worry. You're my former chief of staff now. And guess what? Like E. Jean Carroll, you can dine out on that for the rest of your life. I looked it up the other day. Mac Global, McClarty Associates Global. He's got this mega firm, right? And they do business all over the world. This is what it's all about, business for them. They want to be billionaires, remember? Being a millionaire isn't cool. Being a billionaire is what it's all about. I'm the CEO, bitch. Remember that from Facebook, the Facebook movie? That's what it's all about. Money, status, power in in ways, you know, not like being a congressman and writing a letter, but I'm talking about the whole world, little chess pieces for these guys, chess pieces for the globalists. The word globalist never really bothered me until lately. It just freaks me out, and I'm so, ugh. I get it. I'm seeing things that I wasn't seeing. Not all that long ago, right? What do they call it? Red pill? Blue pill? I think I took the red pill. Um, so there's that. You know Trump is in trouble for saying the following about... Uh, now. Nah, I'll skip that for now. I'll skip that for now. Oh, here's... here's Donald Trump is not allowed to say he's innocent in this portion of the criminal um, proceeding. That's not a criminal proceeding. It's a civil proceeding. This is the penalty phase. So they're trying to figure out how much damage did Donald Trump do to E. Jean Carroll. During the penalty phase, he cannot say he didn't do it. He is prohibited from saying he didn't do it. Can't say it because it's already been established by a jury. And, you know, this is where it gets back to that thing, Adolf Hitler, everything he did was legal, quote-unquote legal. Like everything here is legal. If you twist and bend and write, if you use everything you can against the guy you're going after, this is all legal. But it's not right. It's not right. And if you take a step back, it's probably not. It's not even legal. Because in the penalty phase, an attorney is allowed to say their client didn't do it. The the accused is allowed to say he didn't do it. Here are some defendants who have been convicted of horrible crimes during the penalty phase saying they didn't do it. Cut 33. What I can tell you is I didn't kill anybody. What I can tell you is I didn't stalk anybody. What I can tell you is I didn't dispose of any corpse. I didn't do it. I'm innocent, Judge. I mourn with all of you who mourn my children. Jesus Christ knows the truth of what happened here. Jesus Christ knows that no one was murdered in this case. All right. Those are in the penalty. They've already been found guilty by juries, but they're still maintaining their innocence as the judge mulls over what to do to him. Donald Trump can't do that. 
He's not allowed. He's prohibited from doing that. Remember Alex Murdoff in South Carolina, that crazy family with the plantation and the lawyers and the drugs and the, all that stuff and the, the dog and the chicken, right? Remember? Netflix did 10,000 10, specials on it. It was, it was nonstop news 24-7 for, I don't know, a couple of weeks. When was that? April last year. Here's Alex Murdoff, big redheaded guy in South Carolina after he's convicted of murder. And they're trying to figure out how long he's going to go to jail. And he's allowed to stand up and say this. Cut 34. One more thing, JJ, going back, I do want to tell you as to how close I feel. My wife loved you. And you are absolutely right about everything you said. But you are dead wrong about one thing. And I would never hurt Maggie. And I would never hurt Paul. And it is important to me that you know that. There he is standing up, still saying he didn't do it, even though the jury said he did do it. He's not. The trial is over at that point. They're in the penalty phase. He's wearing an orange jumpsuit. It's been declared legally that he's guilty, but he's allowed to maintain his innocence. Now, listen to this. This is from the judge in this case. The fact that Mr. Trump sexually abused, indeed raped Miss Carroll, has been conclusively established and is binding in this case. Trump cannot claim he did not rape Carroll, nor can he deny that he sexually assaulted her or question her motives or claim she was lying. I'm no lawyer, but I would say that's a violation of of not only his constitutional rights, his basic rights, his, his rights. His, it's flat out wrong. It's totally wrong. And if you're a lawyer and you have the power to write a letter, you do, by the way. You just maybe, you, maybe you're a little bit scared or maybe you think your voice doesn't matter or whatever. Find out where this guy works. Judge uh, Lewis Kaplan, L-E-W-I-S, Kaplan, federal judge. Send him a letter and tell him how you feel about what he did. This is wrong. And we all know it. Be right back. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show. My lawyer said, sir, you don't have to do it. I actually said, I think I should. It would be respectful. They said, sir, don't do it. This is a fake story and your credibility. One That's thing why you, I didn't go. One thing you did do in this... And I should have done that. And I swear to I have no idea who the hell. She's a Mr. whack President. job. You're allowed to call people a whack job, especially if they're whack jobs. <laughs> especially if it's E. Jean Carroll, who is uh, one of, I mean, my gosh, we all can see it, right? She's just, anyway, imagine that. Imagine being in trouble. For, if, if somebody came at you from 20, how many years ago is this? 1995 could have happened in night. That's 29 years ago. We have a statute of limitations for a reason, right? Because evidence disappears. Uh, people's memories change the way this woman acts. Maybe she was, uh, maybe she did hook up with somebody in, in, um, in Bergdorf Goodman. Wasn't Trump could have been anybody. I mean, if you look at her ravings on Twitter, this woman, I mean, this woman was a, a harlot. All right. Sorry. Uh, very, very loose. Now you could say, well, that's unfair because men, when men are promiscuous, they're a stud. But when a woman does, whatever, I'm sorry, whatever. Yeah, okay, mate, yeah, sure. But she, she is, I mean, she's, all right, I take back the pejorative. She is all over the place, 
hooking up like crazy. And it is, isn't it conceivable? Just a little bit. A woman who's clearly also either drinking or using pills, right? I mean, she's slurring her speech like crazy. She doesn't sound, she sounds like she's high. Let me see here. Yeah, we already played that little thing. But, oh, and everyone thinks this judge is just fantastic. But notice what they don't say. They don't say anything about his fairness or his temperament. The judge who is railroading Donald Trump right now, the fake news loves him. Why do they love him? Cut 32. This is a very experienced federal judge, a very tough federal judge. And... um uh, Donald Trump had better not cross those lines. Judge Kaplan has been on the bench for a long time, since 1994. He has good courtroom control, and that means he doesn't tolerate nonsense in his courtroom. This, though, is a judge, Judge Lewis Kaplan. A lot of people say judges are no nonsense. He truly is. He runs a very tight courtroom, uh, and we're, we'll see what more he does about this if Trump does continue to uh, attend the court uh, hearings. So tight that Donald Trump cannot claim he did not rape Carol, nor can he deny that he sexually assaulted her or questioned her motives or claim she was lying. He is disallowed. Unlike unlike convicted murderers who can still profess their innocence, he's not allowed to. It's crazy. Not one commentator there said anything about the guy having temperament or fairness or wisdom. That's all. I guess he's a jerk with that gavel, huh? Nobody speaks. He's a... uh, what do they call him? I don't know. He's taking sides here, big time. Uh, let's see. I want to try Vito. Hey, Greg, can you hear me? Yep. I think uh, I think that Michael is um, ungrateful, embittered, a usurper. And I know we had this conversation before, but I still want somebody to produce a picture of her pregnant. Oh, I look, I actually think that Michael, I hear what you, uh, Michelle, I think Michelle is a woman. All right. I've seen trans. This is not a trans. All right. Um, and the whole thing about there's no picture of her pregnant. Look, dude, back in the 90s, we didn't take pictures like the goofy people today take pictures like I take pictures. Right. It's 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 two in the afternoon. I think I've taken 75 pictures today. I We take pictures like crazy. An entire year of my life. There's like three pictures from nine years of my life. From 1991 to the year 2000, there are three pictures of me in the Marine Corps. I was in the Marine Corps. We just didn't take take pictures like that. You had to take them to the photo mat. Some stranger looks at your picture. You know, I, we didn't we didn't take pictures like like maniacs. You took them at, at a wedding. Your picture was taken, right? So the fact that they can't find the the pregnant photo doesn't mean much to me. All right. Now, granted, I find the people who think that Michelle is Mike, I find them very funny, and there may be something to what they're saying, but I disagree, respectfully disagree. She's a woman, but keep those jokes coming.